Can dietary sugar be toxic to your children? Not worried about your children's liver health? Well, maybe you should be, as I'm about to explain in this week's installment of Portable Practical Pediatrics. Welcome to Portable Practical Pediatrics, a podcast for parents and families, a place dedicated to children and their well-being. And now, direct from Studio 1E in Charlotte, North Carolina, here's your host, Dr. Paul Smolin. Riddle me this. What do some American children have in common with the ducks of France? This is actually not such a crazy question as you are about to see. You may have heard of a food called foie gras if you've been fortunate enough to travel to France. The French and many others are wild about this food that is made from duck livers. More precisely, the livers from ducks that have been force-fed corn for a number of months. Well, it turns out that by doing this force feeding, the French farmers are able to turn the duck's normal liver into what is known as a fatty liver or foie gras. The duck's liver can swell up to 10 times the volume of a normal duck liver from these force feedings. And according to many, these fatty duck livers have a great taste and texture similar to butter. A gastronomic delicacy. And why not? It's loaded with saturated fat from what is actually the duck's sick liver. How do they get the ducks to overeat to this degree, you ask? Well, by force-feeding them with a tube. Well, this is all very interesting, but what in the world does this have to do with American children, or your children for that matter? Well, I'm glad you asked. It turns out that just like the ducks of France, if a child's liver is overwhelmed with food, like sipping on soda and sugary drinks uh, frequently, it too starts to undergo fatty change and become sick. We have discussed this before on this podcast, and I'll put a link to those discussions in the show notes. Anyway, as a child increases their overnutrition like so many American children have in recent years, they can develop something called NASH, which stands for Non-Alcoholic Steatohepatitis, or N-A-S-H for short. These children's livers become loaded with too much fat. Their liver cells start to show the appearance of sick cells, cells swollen with fat, and the child's liver enzymes in their blood, which is a clear sign of liver sickness, begin to rise. Now, it's ironic that my very first lab in medical school in a class called histology was when we exposed mice to chloroform, which is a known liver toxin, and then we subsequently looked at the mice's liver cells microscopically. By doing so, my classmates and I were able to see the cellular changes that sick liver cells undergo, one of which is the accumulation of lots of fat in and around their liver cells. Well, the main reason I'm telling you all about all this is, number one, I want you to know that excessive sugar intake can be toxic to a child's liver, but also I want to tell you about the results of a small study that was published recently in JAMA, where the investigators took 44 overweight children, all of which had NASH, non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, and asked the question, would reducing these children's sugar intake improve their liver health? Well, the answer 
was a resounding yes. And remember what food source most American children get their sugar from? Corn, just like the ducks of France. Corn is loaded with sugar. And experts have suspected that consuming foods high in sugar, especially of the high fructose corn syrup variety, has something to do with this newly seen liver disease in children. This study backs them up. And as you can see, reducing sugar intake to less than 3% of calories, like these investigators did, improved these children's liver health within just eight weeks of this sugar-restricted diet. So let's get practical here. After all, this is called Portable Practical Pediatrics for a reason. And here's what I want you to remember about sugar intake and your children's liver health. Excessive sugar intake, especially in the form of fructose, has the potential of causing devastating damage and life-changing consequences for your child's liver. Liver damage from obesity and high sugar intake may be reversible, but not always. There have been cases of children developing NASH who have gone on to have full-blown cirrhosis of the liver, just like adult alcoholics get. NASH is usually seen in association with obesity, so if your child does not have an elevated body mass index or BMI, chances are small that they have developed NASH. Sugar can be a hidden ingredient in almost any processed food, from sports drinks to yogurts to baby foods to processed meats. You have to look for it and become a label reader if you're going to minimize your children's exposure to them. Some code words for sugar to look for on food labels are starches, sugar, mono, dye, and polysaccharides, fructose, glucose, high fructose corn syrup, corn syrup, concentrated fruit juice, sucrose, maltose, dextrose, and on and on and on it goes. Actually, I found an article that listed 56 different terms for sugar in processed food. Parents need to become savvy readers of labels to avoid much of the sugar out there. And finally, severely limiting processed foods, especially breakfast cereals, sodas, and sweetened beverages, and just about any food marketed at children will protect your children from suffering the devastating effects that sugars can have on your children's short and long-term health. Well, that wraps up today's installment of Portable Practical Pediatrics. If you think the information you get from uh, this podcast is valuable, consider taking a moment to write a review on iTunes or our Facebook page. By doing so, you will help other parents find our site. And by all means, subscribe to our blog at www.docsmo.com. Your mother always taught you that sharing was a good thing, right? So go ahead and share episodes with your friends and family. It will just prove to them that you are one of the smartest parents in the room. But you knew that already, didn't you? This is Dr. Paul Smolin, you know, Doc Smo, hoping you don't get the shivers thinking about your children's livers. Until next time. I would like to thank the following people for their assistance in the production of this podcast. Dr. David Jaffe, the voice of the introduction. Robert Beezer, the composer-arranger of the intro music. 
Anne Gesner, my wonderful content editor, Benjamin Smolin and Jerome Moof, the talented musicians who produced this delightful theme music, Sarah Smolin and Nathaniel Horlick for their digital wizardry, and Wendy Smolin Esquire and Seth, the Rocketman Barrister Jaffe, for their inspirational guidance. Thanks, guys. By listening to this podcast, you agree to all of the terms and conditions found at the docsmo.com website. This docsmo.com podcast is informational only. Dr. Smolin does not diagnose, treat, or offer specific medical advice for your child. For specific medical advice regarding your child, consult his or her health care provider. 